Now with his boogie shoes on and ready to talk Baylor athletics, here's Jerry Hill with John Morris. Back with us, John Morris Show. Pleased to welcome in Baylor insider Jerry Hill. Always a pleasure to have Jerry on uh, each week with us. Lots to talk about. Jerry, welcome to you. How are things today? They are good, John. I appreciate you uh, changing the schedule a little bit up for me. But, uh, yeah, I had, had a little bit of a priority around 2.30, so appreciate you working me in. Well, I mean, anything could be a priority to to this. So thank you for making it work at 2.15. Yeah, uh, let's talk first. Uh, let's talk basketball. Big game tonight. Baylor men hosting Seton Hall in the Big East Big 12 Challenge. And how about this? Baylor, the only school in the nation with uh, both men's and women's basketball ranked in the top 10 this week. Yeah, that's, that's, that's incredible. Uh, you know, when you think about kind of where they started this season and so much really change on both sides, you know, with a lot of new players coming in and stuff, both ranked around 20 at the start of the year. And John, I think we said from, from the very beginning, they're better than that. And, and now you're seeing, you know, the proof in the pudding with both of them being in the top 10 in the AP poll. So uh, it's fun. Uh, you know, both undefeated, uh, the, the men are eight, no women, seven and zero, and, uh, you know, so it's it's been a great start to the season. It's almost like uh, we're about to hit this, the uh, finals break here in December. Women are already there. Men, after tonight's game, you know, don't play again for 11 days. But it's almost like you want to keep playing, you know. You don't want to go into a break right now. Yeah, when I when I asked, I think it was after one of the post games, I asked Coach Drew, you know, you guys ready to take a break or you need a break, that kind of thing. And, and that was kind of his point was, when you're playing well, when you're winning, you don't really want to take a break. You want to keep playing. Um, you know, certainly this many games in, they probably need the physical rest. Um, but I, I see his point. You know, you want to keep winning. You want to keep playing when you're on a hot streak like that. But I think in some ways it'll be good. You know, he talked about it uh, yesterday, I guess, just in terms of, um, you know, finals are hard at Baylor. I, I know they're probably hard everywhere, but they're hard at Baylor. And, and so you do – need to you know give them time to focus on that and then give them a little time off uh the court i'm sure a lot of them will be in you know shooting getting some shots up that kind of thing but you know i think it'll be good to you know get away from the grind because you know john they've had a couple of these stretches where they've played three or four games in a week and that's that's a lot on your body even if you're you know 18 19 20 years old that that's a lot of grind on your body yeah, and it, it really is a good break and focus on uh, academics uh, for the men and the women. And that is, as you say, a very important thing here at Baylor. So we wish all of our uh, student athletes the best of success in finals. Um, how about uh, uh, Jake Spavital introduced to the media yesterday, new offensive coordinator, uh, press conference with he and Coach Aranda. And I thought Coach Spavital was really impressive in his first meeting with the media here. Yeah, and I think, you know, as we know, he's been a head coach before at Texas State for four years. So I think he's very comfortable in that setting. And, and yeah, I thought he handled everything really well, um, you know, answered all the questions, you know, gave kind of a good description of his offense and, you know, went into even details of, you know, kind of 
why they do what they do, you know, the up-tempo stuff, because, um, you know, some of the defenses had gotten so used to, you know, because so many teams were running that air raid or, or spread offense that defenses were kind of getting used to it. So you really, um, you know, kind of got to go up-tempo just to kind of not give them time to really, you know, reset and stuff. So I just thought it was good, uh, you know, good to hear him speak on, kind of what the plan is and lay some things out. And, you know, and I thought it was good to hear from Dave because that's the first time we've heard from him in a while. So, yeah, I thought it was good, John. And just to kind of, you know, you're kind of moving on. You're taking that next step. And, and uh, you know, I know Coach Aranda talked about it as well. There's at least, you know, a couple more positions left on the offensive staff. And, and while he wants to, you know, fill them as quickly as possible because you've got signing day coming up, you've already got the transfer portal opening, all of that but he wants to get the right guys because these are, he feels like, and I agree with him, these are very important hires. Um, right now I think it would be the running backs and the offensive line coach. So you want to get the right guys in there and be the right mix with, with Coach Spavadol and, and, and Sean Bell and Dallas Baker. So you, you want those right guys in there. Yeah, and you would think with Coach Spavital now here, he would have some input, uh, significant input, right, on the hiring of those two positions. Yeah, and I mean, that was kind of one thing we were hearing from the very beginning was that usually when you hire an offensive coordinator, and of course it happened last time too, and the time before that, the offensive coordinator basically brings in his own offensive line coach. That hasn't happened yet, and I don't know that Coach Spavital has specifically that guy that's his offensive line coach, but I do think you want to give him you know, some freedom to do that, to hire some of you know guys that he knows, guys that he knows he can work well with, so... And I think with particularly with Dave, you know, kind of taking a on a bigger role and more, you know, hands-on role on the defense. I think I think more important than ever that offensive coordinator does need to have some kind of freedom and flexibility to build his staff because um, it's going to kind of be his deal, and then Dave will you know ha- handle the defense more. So I think particularly with that dynamic, I think it's more important than ever to have that guy, you know, pick some of his own guys. Jerry Hill, our guest, Baylor Insider. Appreciate Jerry, his time and his expertise on uh, all things Baylor athletics. That would include volleyball, whose season came to an end over the weekend. Uh, Ryan McGuire and his uh, team program made their eighth consecutive NCAA tournament appearance. Got a really good win over a higher-seeded team over JMU in their tournament opener on Thursday and then fell in – uh, the second round to Kentucky on their home floor to end their season in the second round. Right, and I did think that was a big win over James Madison. Uh, you know, because that's uh, I was I think I had kind of joked about it. You know, James Madison seems like they're winning in everything right now. Yeah. So the fact that your volleyball team and like you said, they were ranked higher. They were or they were um, seeded higher. They were the seventh seed in that regional, and, and uh, Baylor was able to knock them off and knock them off and. Straight sets and really convincing. Like, I think uh, JMU only got to 21 times. So, um, yeah, I think that was a big win. Uh, you know, obviously that was going to be a tough go, uh, you know, to be Kentucky on their court. And Kentucky, as Coach McGuire had said going in, was pretty much one of the hottest teams in the country. Um, they were eighth overall. So, uh, yeah, I, you knew it was going to be tough. And, but, John, we've talked about it before. You know, this was a team without seniors, no senior on the team. And then you lose one of your best players, maybe your best player, about halfway through the season in freshman outside hitter Kendall Stowers. So 
really shorthanded. And then, you know, like I said, with, uh, with no seniors, um, you know, you knew it was going to be kind of maybe a little bit of a transition year, but guess what? They still got to the NCAA tournament. They made it to the second round, um, you know, for all those purposes, like, you know, uh, for the things they do at the end of the season, that's basically a tie for 17. So you got some significant points there, you know, for the, uh, cup there at the end. Yeah, very true. And, and to finish, 17-13 and 13 was their final record, but the loss of Kendall Stowers was certainly significant to the injury. Uh, and, and a team with no seniors. I mean, yeah. folks may forget that along the way, but uh, right. I, I thought it was a really solid year given all those factors. Yeah, and, and what you had was other players stepping up. You know, Kendall Murphy stepped up later in the year. She's another freshman. Elise McGee, I thought, had a great year, first-team um, first team all big 12, um, Avery Carlson and, and Manuela Bibinbe were, were both uh, first team all region. Um, so you had players rewarded. And, and like I said, I think what it, what happened was other players stepped up when Kendall was out. And, but now you have all those players coming back, uh, you know, along with the recruiting class coming in. So this could be a really, really good team, John, next year, I think just, you know, getting Kendall back, but then getting some of the recruits coming in. And then just another year of your experience under the belts of all these other players. And guess what? You'll at least have a senior class next year. So I think that will be a big deal going into the 24 season. Yeah, very true. All right, man, I appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Uh, See you this evening? Yeah, absolutely. I'll see you there. All right, thanks very much. Jerry Hill, Baylor Insider with us, and uh, he'll be there covering the game tonight. Baylor-Seton Hall, part of the Big East Big 12 battle tonight, 8 o'clock in the Farrell Center. We appreciate Jerry's, uh, again, insight on all things Baylor athletics.